Yeah, a lot of weird sounds going on uh, at the moment, but, but <laughs> it's like a, all right, all right, sounds fine, I think. Uh, welcome back to the uh, podcast, the Men on the Internet podcast. It's been a good minute since we've had everybody here. It has um, uh, We have newly tanned Sunil. What's up? How are you? Doing fantastic, man. Yourself? I'm doing alive. That's nice. first step. We have Christopher. I just found out his name was Christopher. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, you would be Not surprised. But I thought his Ceballos. name was just. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Sabalos. Yes, <laughs> close enough, man. I tried, man. I appreciate <laughs> you. I appreciate you. <laughs> his name is Christopher Sabalos, you know, and somehow you make it, Chris. <laughs> you know, in Kelby's phone, I'm Randall. <laughs> He asked me as Randall. Kelby, Kelby really don't respect any mothers in a, in in the right, world. Right, right. That's true. There was one. <laughs> there was one Mother's Day. I made him work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And his mom came to me. She was like, "It's Mother's Day. He's supposed to be taking me out." I was like, "I don't care. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about your son, Randall, ma'am." Who? We have. Uh, <laughs> We have uh, now feeling better, Sam, I'm in back. the building. What's up? How you feeling? COVID did not kill me. Uh, I didn't get vaccinated. COVID didn't kill me. Damn. I'm better than everybody. Wow. wow. Antibodies. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's back. <laughs> you can tell. Sam, okay, yes. if you had the vaccine, it would have been a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah, I, I keep hearing that, and then, like, four people I know got COVID the same time I did. I, I didn't give it to them. I just to be clear, I, I didn't see them, but they're all like, yeah, I'm, I'm dying. It's like. I'm not dying. I had a dry cough. I had a strep throat. I had a fever and chills. And I was just tired all the time. I don't know how it... Did you lose sense of smell or taste? He got COVID version 5, 6 or something like that. Yeah, man. I got the the beast. But I haven't gotten it since. Damn, y'all lucky. Because I... I've been COVIDed out. Yeah, some people are really? getting COVID it multiple, multiple times. Yeah. I only I had it once. Never it's had it. Christmas period. I am. I'm, you I'm have never got it, right? Sabalos never got it. And you're out. You're like traveling and stuff, yeah. too. It's because he can't smell. <laughs> See, they already, I came in a step ahead. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody knows that you smell COVID right. first. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> right. Wait, what? <laughs> it's like when you have a smell. You smell burnt What's toast? What does COVID smell like? Uh, They're gonna, I wouldn't know. Well, you <laughs> don't know. It's a, micro, it's a microscope or something. It's okay, but you can breathe still. Like, wait, smelling and breathing is it the same no, action. They're going to put a big band under this that says, this has false yeah. COVID this information. This will not be on YouTube. Guys, yeah, but please talk to the <laughs> CDC. <laughs> yeah, well, the CDC now says that COVID doesn't matter whatsoever. Anymore. It's all about the pox now. Right? Well, no. Well, yes, but no. But what I mean by that is they're like, if you've been in contact with somebody who has COVID, you could still go to work. You don't have to wear your mask anymore. Mm-hmm. They're pretty much just like, yo, get over it. Vote Democrat 2020. <laughs> well, that's not that's not the end of what the CDC said. No. Oh, okay. Oh. What does that mean? Explain it to me. Oh, because it, like it seems as if as we as the Democrat polls 
tend to shift like, oh, man, we're going to really get brutalized in the 2022 midterm elections. Mm. All of a sudden, everything starts easing up. You know, even L.A. out here, we're trying to go back to the mask yeah. mandate. Mm-hmm. And because of all of the pushback and all that kind of stuff, they're like, you know what? Y'all don't need the masks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting that you say students that. Students don't need to have the vax anymore. Students don't need masks in school. All of a sudden, it's like, what changed? Everything's canceled. Have you guys not heard the old joke? What? So, like, the, the devil. Not that old. <laughs> it, it's old. My dad told me. Uh, so, like, there's a campaign. The, the devil is, you know, campaigning for, you know, his re-election as the devil. And it's great. Everyone's golfing. They're eating good food. Anything you want, it's there. All right? And then everyone's like, yeah, this is fucking great. Hell yeah. Devil, devil, devil. 2022, you know, whatever. And the next day, the devil wins. And everyone's everyone's there. Like, it's, it's hellscape. You know, hot prods up your ass. You know, every every bad thing you can think of. You know, bloke is splitting your dick in half. <laughs> Get to the point, bro. Like, yeah, hurry this is a very extended I'm joke. telling a joke. <laughs> hurry it up, buddy. <laughs> The guy who voted for him was like, hey, man, what, what the fuck's going on? It's like, yo, yesterday we're campaigning. You know, that, that's all campaigning. Now it's reality. Reality's checking in. We lied about all that shit. There was a punchline to it, but I forgot it. You guys Sam, distracted me. No, you're done. Sam, you can you never tell a like fucking joke. Thank, you, thank, you, joke. thank you so exactly. much. How are you going to fucking way. tell a joke and forget the <laughs> yeah. fucking punchline? Yeah. We yeah. sat yeah. all the bullshit, yeah. and there wasn't even a fucking punchline. Oh, 30 okay. seconds. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to what we were saying. It I seems like side. it does seem like, like I believe you, but never hey, mind, don't put your comedy the way no. you just did, sir. <laughs> you good effort. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> don't sugarcoat fuck this. You. Never tell a joke again. You are banned <laughs> from telling jokes. All right, okay. So the point I love is, you though, Sam. No, fuck you. So the, the <laughs> that original, was a great punchline. Oh gosh. <laughs> the the point was, it seems like they got timing on their side. So they say that it's a big Who's win. They? they the media. Oh. I'm going back to your original point. Oh, okay. I think before the month of August is over, Joe Biden is going to make Who? a decision. The president? <laughs> He's going to make a decision about student loans. Here's why I say this. When is the next election? 2020. Uh, wait, midterms? Yeah. For the senators and house and stuff? Yeah. 2022. But what month? November. Mm. As all elections are. So the student loans are coming back this month. Uh huh. Oh, they'll extend it. No, because it. What do you mean coming back? The ex- it, it's, extend it's the grace period. I think it's a wrap already. No, what does that? What does that mean? First today, twenty second. Yeah, today's the twenty first. So I think it's a wrap. Oh, uh, expl- explain back. me what this means. So, so I'm saying uh, they got the climate bill. A lot mm-hmm. of people are excited about. It. A lot of people. I don't know what it's gonna do. I don't think you can throw money at the sun and make it burn a little (laughs) less hot. But they did that. Then they did the anti-inflammatory act. And then... (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Then gas prices start going down. Then there was a four-week raise in the stock market. I think they're setting it up perfect to give us $5,000 off of our student loans. Is that a projection or a wish? (laughs) I don't wish that. I wish they could put a 35 right, in front right, of that, right. but or like a 45 right. or something. But like I think they're gonna. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> 100 would be perfect. <laughs> that means I get thirty thousand cash. Go. There okay, you go. but I think that that's what they're trying to do. End of this month, early next month, something like that. They're gonna say, look, 
we're gonna give you some money off of your stuff, but it's a bribe. You gotta vote for us, or else. <laughs> That's the punchline. You line. ain't black. Right. That's a, come on now. So Charlemagne's not here. All right. <laughs> so uh, yes, COVID is a thing of the past. Except everybody has it, <laughs> or has had it. Has had it, but right now the numbers are back up. Like a lot of people have COVID. A lot of people. Surprisingly for the summertime. Mm-hmm. But uh, so COVID's up, but monkeypox is poxing. The pox is poxing. Pox. Anybody here going to cancel their gym membership? I just went to the gym today. I don't, I don't yeah, have me a too. gym. I hurt myself at the gym. <laughs> and I, and I showered there. You. Come on. I don't Ooh. have one. You showered <laughs> on the, at the gym? Yeah. You're sick. That's disgusting. You probably got I'm with the dog. That's like, that's like everything. You Like fuck monkeypox. It's everything else you can get. In the shower? Yeah, everything. Uh, yeah, no, I've never you? showered at the gym. No, I think it's I think the sick part about it is like I think some people pee. <laughs> some people pee. Oh, that, <laughs> I think the disgusting part about it. <laughs> but I've done it. I've done it, so I can't talk that much. But, but they do say there's a study convenient. that says there's like seven hundred and fifty thousand times more bacteria at the gym than in your bathroom. Yeah. Sick. So uh, I, I, me and Sunil's uh immune system, top notch. Absolutely, man. We've nah, been to third guys, world countries. You guys are, you guys are over, uh, over the age of 30. We've been to third world yeah, countries. Yeah, we've been yeah, around. Yeah, so have I. Yeah, so your immune system should be strong, I too. I know, but I'm not showering at the gym, though, because we're over 30. We're exposed. You know, we're one one trip, and you're fucking done. You're like, oh. What do you expect to be getting at these? <laughs> All kinds of shit. <laughs> All kinds All right, we're going to get into the real episode. Yeah. All right, so um, <laughs> that's that on our world news. I actually um, was talking to this girl. Oh, and um, okay, <laughs> and no, no, just back to the monkey box okay. before we get off Lashonda. that. So she, um, I was like, hey, um, you know, we should we should meet up, and Come she's on. like, she's like, I'm not going out till this monkey box thing is over. Tell her monkey box has been around since the 1950s, <laughs> and I'm not lying. You yeah. can look it up. It's been around since the 1950s. So is she not going to date for the next seven? I told years? her I'll see. You, I guess in another two years when this pandemic is over as well. <laughs> okay, I will say this. Monkeypox does freak me out a little tiny bit. And that's because, and it's a very small tiny bit, only because you can see it. Like when people get sick with COVID, there's a, like some some people don't have any uh symptoms. Mm-hmm. Monkeypox looks like monkeypox. It right. looks like what it sounds like. So, I'm kind of scared. I did just go to the McDonald's in Hollywood that the black guy went to and he had monkey pox. I went there. I ate the McFlurry. So Did I, you I, lick I, the counter or something? <laughs> Did you take a shower in the bathroom? He said, I'll take a number. That three. Three. <laughs> Just to, pour it right on the tray, share, please. But yeah, I'm scared. She did bring up that monk. That Just throw the paper away. <laughs> That's a good McDonald's. Yeah, I've been going there for 13 years. Yo, you know what else you told me that I didn't know? Uh, Vegas was underwater. People were like tubing down um, oh, yes. the strip. Yes. Really? Yeah, they were like flooding for monsoons. It, like a lot of casinos got affected. Vegas? Yeah. I want to ask Redman, but I know he'll go outside. He, yeah, he probably was like, huh? He, yeah, like, um, like they were, it was going into the casinos. Like the, really? the Yeah. Like literally people were tubing down the strip. It was I saw like that, that, that flooded. That's amazing. Yeah. There was a guy who was having a good old time. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I would love to do that. You know what what I thought about though was like, you know how like Vegas has gotten mad homeless on the strip and stuff yeah. like that. I wonder what happened with all of them. Okay. That's tough. That's how the government floods them out. 
that's the meanest thing. <laughs> Wait, the so way, the happy way that he looked at me he with a smile. smiled when he said that. That's the way the government <laughs> solves that problem. They send him Wait, to summer so room. how often do monsoons occur in Vegas? God, it's a desert. You're not supposed right? to do water that's like that. That's what I thought. That was I mean, my thinking. There are monsoons in the desert, but Vegas is like, it's different. Yeah, yeah that's funny. That's crazy. Now it's like a big deal, yeah, because like, it really affected people couldn't go like casinos were getting closed down and this just happened yeah like recently last, yeah, last I few weeks that. I Whoa, that's mm-hmm. cool i mean that's not cool but and, that's interesting and don't laugh at kelby because the government can make it rain whenever they want it's true they, they, they do it in saudi little, arabia don't they, they shoot a little silver rockets or some shit like that they do it, it whenever in they the print East. money for uh <laughs> go ahead uh, <laughs> anyway we had a totally different topic but continue uh, <laughs> speaking of money Speaking of money, all right, <laughs> we're gonna get to. We this found it. We're back. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. So uh, this is a quick conversation. Okay. I'm ready. Newly found gut man Diddy says. Right on. I don't know if y'all seen the video. Diddy coming out out of Eric Holmes. I did. He got his he got his DJ Khaled body on. Oh, he's feeling confident. Let's just put it that he way. Sure uh, he sure is. He's running sure around is. with these little young city girls, That's and right. they're making him feel like oh man. That's right. Okay, especially uh, YK Osiris. I'm just saying. Uh. Um, so. So our is over their heads, bro. Oh, yeah, they, they don't. Know. Yeah, I don't, it's like, I don't it's, care about stupid it's shit. Like, it's like brown, white. Like, <laughs> Kelby got on my case about not knowing like stupid shit. He's like, you need to know this stuff for business. I'm like, ah, I really don't want to just lower myself because, to that because. Oh god, this is so embarrassing. Oh god, he like sent me something about sports. Yeah, and I, and like I don't even watch sports, but I'm I'm like connected enough to know who LeBron is. And he sent, okay. he sent me something. <laughs> he only and, knows because LeBron's and, political. Yeah, and he's black. <laughs> and he's like a black guy most white people hate. You know, so he was like, who is this? So That's the shut up and dribble guy. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that guy. What is happening here? So then he said, he was like, I was like, you should probably know a little bit about sports. It's a great way to connect with people. Right. You know, when you want to get into business. Some of my biggest contracts I've ever gotten, it was conversations about sports where the guy is like oh okay we could get along Mm -hmm. together and he was like i don't know anything about sports and i kind of got on him like yes you do you know you know the lakers and i was like i was like you know who steph curry is he's like i was like (laughs) i know he does three pointers that's all i know about i was like what team is he on he's like i don't know i was like come on he's obviously on the san francisco's Let's get to the subject yeah, right. anyway, at hand. All right. Why so, Cyrus? No. Oh. Cyrus. Oh. I'm so sorry, Diddy, if you hear that. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was just kidding. I'm not 50 Cent. Um, so um, Diddy says that R&B is dead. The music genre R&B is dead. What do you guys think about that? Nah, there's still R&B. But... Is there rip your shirt open in the rain, sing to your shoddy, you know, let her know that you love her and you want her back? Is that that's the R and B he's talking about? Simping R and B, artists like that that are still doing that. You don't know artists that are trying to think. I I mean, the content the the content of music has changed, even for rap. Even though rap is still super popular, Mm -hmm. what they're rapping about right now is much different than what they were rapping around when we were 
growing up listening yeah. to rap. Mm-hmm. So like I still think there's very good vocalists out there that are singing yeah. and all that kind of stuff, but they're not singing about the same type of content that Genuine was singing about when I was growing up. Or mm. Usher was singing about, you know, even Usher now when he makes mm-hmm. music, he's trying to be more what's what's hip and pop right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if R&B is dead. Maybe if he's feeling like what he grew up on as far as that type of music, yeah, there's not. But the music music is a young person's game mm-hmm. so they're going to be singing about their uh what their experience is what's cool to them and all that kind of stuff so <clears throat> i'm sure i would hope if genuine makes a brand new song he it would be what genuine's thinking about right now and it'd probably be more similar to what i would like because you know i grew up on genuine but well think about this a wrench into this conversation mm-hmm. okay do we take your clothes off and down to the floor? Ooh, yeah, that, 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 I don't see it right. anymore because right. you don't need it no more. Isn't that kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's probably, he's probably the biggest R&B act. Not Aside Chris from. Oh, he's bigger than Chris Brown. Who? Bruno. Bruno Bruno is like still what we grew up on. Like Bruno mm. paused himself in that that area because that's what he loves and what he grew up on and what his dad listened to and stuff like that. Mm. So Bruno Mars is like the nineties. But he's the still the 2000s. wave though. He, no, because Bruno came out in two thousand ten. But no, what I'm saying, but his oh. music is still very similar to that. Like he mm-hmm. chose not to to himself he chose not to do just the whole let's try to dance and do this you know have a song with the dance and all that you know like mm-hmm. the, the all the stuff that new artists but do. the thing is it still works yeah because he is ridiculously talented mm-hmm. he is authentic and people enjoy watching a genuine smile with a genuine talented person that isn't industry created Right. They didn't look at Bruno was like, man, you know, you have a really nice look that we think we could build upon. No, this dude was the total package. No, this dude could sing, bro. He could sing. Yes, he could dance. He could write. He could play instruments. They didn't just look at him as like, you're pretty. Let's even though you can't sing like he wouldn't be up on a um, on a versus sounding like what a Mariana Ray J sounded like ever. (laughs) You know what I mean? Those guys got into the music industry, not because they were the most talented artists. It was because the AR or whatever. Huh? Mario. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But I'm saying like Bruno Mars isn't the type of artist where they were like, even if you don't have enough talent, we're going to make you a star. So you're saying Bruno is the outlier. Yes. Like he's, He's only successful because he's the only one doing it. No, no, no. That's not the reason why he's only successful. Even if everybody was doing it, I think Bruno Mars would still be successful. I understand, but the genre, the genre, though. He's timeless, yeah. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, because it bothers me a little bit. Why doesn't Beyonce make R&B songs anymore? Once again, she's one of the artists that can if she wanted to, but she continues to try to just move with the wave to to make the most money so dance um, music is where it's at did she you made, listen to it it's a yo she made some bangers on there it's a bop. it's way better than the drake dance album let's just put it that way drake worked on that album as well but um that's great <laughs> uh 
he should have had Beyonce work on his too. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard. Maybe he should just I, stick to writing songs for other people. I heard 1.5 songs. Whatever yeah. I heard of it, yeah. I haven't heard the whole album. But everything that I did hear, you liked uh, it. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was like, this is good. Hmm. I haven't heard it. You're I into music. It. I like music. Who are some <laughs> of the? There's like there's some R and B acts out there that are still like Jameson. Jameson's out there Jameson's singing his heart I think Summer Walker Like her Her is R&B Him Summer Okay so her Is more on the Her Him They They There is I would say Yeah Yeah This whole family of them Yeah Everybody's her Sir There is a sir There is a sir Yeah So I think That girl That you mentioned Her is closer to it more than Summer Walker. I think Summer Walker makes that like singy talky music. The, uh, uh, snow, snow, uh, snow is snow not like making stuff singing, like singing. Uh, like Ariana Grande could. Ah yes, Ariana. Yes, for she sure. could. She sure. does. She's like more pop, but she's pop, but she, she be having be her ballads. R&B, she right? could be it's the ballads yeah, yeah, that yeah. do it. Yeah, we don't. Do we have a Mariah she has Carey the vocals today? that could do it? Is she? I think she's the Mariah she's Carey probably with her with her range. Yeah. She's the only talent one. Wise. Talent wise. Yeah. But oh, I mean, vocal wise. range. Yeah. But, it, you know. Because, you think, know, Mariah Carey is the number one selling woman. Yeah. Like, ever. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ariana is probably the closest today uh, to Mariah. That could Mariah. fit that role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not as prevalent as it used to be. Like, I, I get that part where Diddy can make the statement that it's not there anymore. It's because back in the day, it was like a lot, right? You not only had the male R&B singers, mm. you had the female R&B singers, and then you had the R&B groups. Mm. There's not a jagged edge mm-hmm. out there right now. There maybe oh, is, think, but they're not as popular, right? There's there's not a boys to men out there right now. He they, wouldn't know. They, there are, like, there's YouTube, like, groups that you could go to, and they're very, very good, and they're but they're not, like, mainstream. Like, like boys to men... I remember they had the record for the most number. Like, yeah. remember when they had those radio? Yeah, uh, they put like rank the songs. Yeah, they were like number one for like months. And you know, Jagged Edge, one twelve. Remember when it was that Black Street came out? Drew Hill, like Damn. there was there was just group after group after group. Then there was like it's one a rap chance. on groups, huh? Huh? Yeah, we only yeah. got like two groups, like BTS and somebody else. BTS, BTS, BTS don't count. Wait, the the white boys, the girls all like them. Um, uh, One Direction. One Direction. They're, they're done. They're done. They're done. They're Jonas together. Brothers. They're done too. They're, well, no, they, they sing still. Tour. They're like, like yeah. kind of on they off. Saw, yeah. Damn. Ain't no more groups. But like R and B groups used to be a thing. That's one thing that it's like I wish that mm-hmm. they could come together again. Yeah, Omarion's group. Day Twenty Six. Being um, you remember uh, even Marcus Houston with Immature IMX, yeah, like there was yeah, yeah. all of them. Damn, it's a rap. B two K. After my list, be they don't even got rap groups no more. They got them, even the even the Migos broke up, kind of, ish for for PR. But like, what's <laughs> another, what's another rap group? Um, well, now it's like stables, right? Because you could put TDE. They're kind of like a rap, even mm. if they aren't. You know, J, like that whole dream. What is it? Dream. Um, where uh, um, J Cole's. J Cole's. Yeah, yeah, they they be doing music together. But as far as like a group a coming group out group like that with a name. But you know what? All of that changes when there's not an AR anymore, right? Because a lot of those groups weren't coming together naturally. Mm. They were coming. They were coming together because one of them got hot. 
Mm-hmm. And then the group came behind him, right? Nelly got hot, and then the St. Lunatics came up behind him, mm. right? Um, M got hot, and then you know D12 came up behind him. You know, like though the authentic. But was it rep- wasn't that the opposite for 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 most other people? Like the group came in, then we chose the Beyonce back. Well, we're, you're talking about rap now. I'm talking about rap. How rap? Oh, okay, came okay, out, right? Yeah, okay. Because that before there was like the old school, like Wu Tang was there. They all were hot, and then they got soloed out, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Outcast came out, then they got soloed mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the 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 Ghetto Boys came out, and then they got you know. But like then, like when it became like when I was growing up, the group was actually not hot it was like so dmx got hot then the rough riders got mm-hmm. hot, you know what i mean like mm-hmm. cameron got hot then the diplomats came out mm-hmm. right um juvenile got hot then hot boys yeah. and all of them you know yeah. master p got hot then you know so it was yeah. like uh, they, they had like a superstar and then the group all the homeboys got in it was it a business well. play exactly mm-hmm. now that music the business has changed i think a lot of those aspects have changed too why would you split it now True. You have to do all so much work to get hot. Now, why do I need to put everybody else on like that? They just own labels now. Like they own their own, like Rick Ross and right. and Wayne and all them. They and own their own label. You can't just coast anymore in music. Back then, like even if you you could probably like even if they weren't that the work ethic wasn't great, like you could still be successful. Because That's why Fifty Cent don't like the rest of right. it. That's why all of a sudden G Unit ain't there no more, right? Yeah. So like, why? Because he's like, it's so much work now. Why would I carry you? I'll just keep all the money for myself, mm. except for Tony Ayo. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> let, the moral of the but story. But does that make is, sense though? Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, I just saw an interview Fifty where he said they were asking like, "How's um, Lloyd Banks?" He was like, "I'm tired of carrying these guys. My shoulders are tired." <laughs> <laughs> like, Goodness, you didn't even wait. Like he didn't even wait one second. He was like, "I'm not. I'm not." Uh, so is R and B dead? I personally will say this: I think R and B has changed. Yes, old school classic R and B is not all the way dead because we got like the Queen Nyjas, the girl that made that song that was on TikTok ninety million times. What song was that with the couples? You're not on TikTok, Olivia Rodrigo. No, 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 no. Um, the one that was for couples, uh, Money Long, Money Long. Mm. You lost me. I'll find it. But they have those ballads right. still there. The ballady singers are still there. Even Chris Brown will make a ballad here and there. Here and and there. also, if you think about it, you know, now what's the way, new wave is like that. Go ahead. Hours and hours. Y'all don't remember this song? Yeah, it was like super trending on TikTok. Um, but yeah. also, if you think about what's hot now, that's new. Statement. That's new, right? Is like uh, the African stuff, African music, yeah. UK, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And a lot of that, like um, a lot of Thames. You know, yeah, but I mean, a lot of that kind of music you could say could be R and B ish. Yeah, a lot of well. Thames music you know is, I mean? is R and B. I think she got some, some of her biggest songs: mm-hmm. Snow, Janae Aiko. Mm-hmm. I think those. Are kind of more on the blend side mm-hmm. because Janae Aiko is not singing. Right, she's she's singing, but she's not like singing. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't say like she got a voice she ain't on Christina her. Aguilera. Oh no, yeah, no, we're not gonna say that. Uh, she just she made pretty songs. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so yeah, so I wouldn't say it's all the way dead, but I I can understand the statement. Uh, it's, it's not, not as, as prevalent. Popular. Yeah, it's not as prevalent as when we were. You could just throw a rock and. 
hit an R&B singer. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like Shirt open. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All white. Exactly. All that. So for y'all, Chris, R&B dead? No, I think it's still good. Still here, it's just different. Sam? No, it's just, Diddy's like the old man. Like, there's whippersnappers back in my day. We had I was real scared to ask you this question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to something that every race is going to know about. Um, so the fall is just about here. The kids are going back to school and all that kind of yeah. stuff. All right, started so Monday, right? Started Monday for some school. Some kids, they already went back to right. school and all that. That means the adults got time to go back outside a little, ti- a little tiny bit. Or so, stay inside into peace. Yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> or some of them they decide to do the homeschool, whatever it is, right? So, are y'all letting go? And for half of us, this is a no. But are y'all letting go of your summer love, or you go? You about to do the falling in love and fall mm. type of situation? What's about to happen? It's a new season. Sam? So should we ask the people that yeah, are in relationships? Yeah, let's start with Chris. No, you you find a new girlfriend. I think it's time for a change. No, I'm <laughs> Change of the seasons. It's hard, it's hard for him because you know he's, he's, he's in a hobo relationship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? He got to live with it. If we try hard enough, we could still stay together. So I'm going to keep trying into the fall. We've we'll only see. done this. 20 falls, yes. so maybe this time we'll yeah, figure yeah. it out. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> well, let's ask you this. Is there anything... It, when you're in a relationship, because I my relationships last one season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, don't last, season. they don't last a whole <laughs> season. Is there anything that you feel different? Like, okay, we enter in a new season, we enter in a new phase, or is it just like... She, or is it just she, Tuesday? Right, like, she cool <laughs> when it's hot outside, she cool when it's cold outside. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. What's, I don't understand the question. Like when the seasons hit, do you feel a, a different way? You know, like you about yeah. to. First of all, we oh, live in yeah. California. It's all. She don't really season. change that much, bro. Hey, listen, no, it do. It does because it was 110 degrees two weeks ago, and now it's not a six. <laughs> you can tell the seasons not changing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, big change. Okay, my moob sweat. Is, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it was a little drier today. Yeah, it's a little drier. Less moist. <laughs> you can see Chris heart beating right now because the whole girl is looking around the corner. <laughs> she like, like right. You gonna answer this or what? <laughs> so what's that with Chris? <laughs> I, don't, I still don't understand the question. Nothing's going to change. Okay, so you don't go through, like, you know, feelings like, oh, it's fall. We about to go do this. Like, I know with and me. And that's why R&B is oh, dead. Oh, like activities? That's Chris I don't know. You know, I know for me, like, when if fall came activities. around and I was in a relationship, I'd be like, we about to go step on some brown leaves We together. can step on brown Where? leaves. And we're going to go travel. I think you're going to go to a pumpkin patch. Yeah, pumpkin patch. We're going to go to the leaves in California, bro. Corn maze. Griffith Park got mad leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and needles. The, yeah. the, leaves, the, the leaves gonna turn brown in December. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? Chris doesn't like fall. You don't like fall? About? I love fall. Yeah. They don't even you know, know what each I'm other. excited about. So his girl says she, Chris don't even like fall. Heard it here first. I like fall. Why do you like not like fall? fall? Come here, hit the microphone, though. She doesn't like Oh, you don't like, oh, no, don't no, like no. spooky yeah, no. stuff? I don't like Halloween, none of that scary shit. There's no point. Don't I don't see the joy <laughs> getting scared. Actually, takes a little bit of a Step you do back. you. I'm gonna do me in the house. Just for you deserve vibe. better. Right, right, right. I do know that Chris does not like spooky things, I, but do you not like the season of Halloween? No, see, no, that's fine. It's cool. I just don't like hoodie weather. Yeah, the, the, the the scary mazes and the haunted whatever. Anything haunted? No, I'm not about. That. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. You know, 
because when it gets colder and it's hoodie season and the spectacle of the holidays for three months all comes out, that's the time when people fall like deeper into love because like then they go and see their family and yeah. it's just it's a whole thing uh-huh. you know and then in summertime is more like city boy time like we about to just be out sure. and about you know what I mean yeah. so the, have you right actually, babe I, I was out and about city boy not <laughs> you <laughs> I, I think you're a town boy yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a cottage boy <laughs> <laughs> but like that have you ever experienced that where you were like damn these from October to December January well, maybe was I like love fire. winter because of that it's kind of like it's cozy. It's cool. Everybody get together. It's family time. We get yeah. to meet other people's families. All it's your birthday. Cool. It's my birthday. It's December birthday. 10th. December tenth. Mm-hmm. Got you. So, yes, I agree. With it. I like. It Isn't that winter? Yeah. yeah, winter. Yeah, winter. Sam, you dumping? No, no. I got. I, I don't have a. I don't see seasons. You know, I'm blind to it. I don't see seasons. <laughs> There's another but Jeffrey do, coming. But do you way. feel cold, my boy? Do you feel cold outside? Wasn't no, no, dude. I'm, I'm still walking the same clothes, you know. Actually, he doesn't my heater's wardrobe. broken in my condo. So mm-hmm. I'm just like kind of shutting the window a bit. And okay. Maybe wearing an extra blanket. There you but, go. You know, Smart. It's all there good. You go. So you, okay. So the same power. question, the same question, like. You've been with you've been with old girl for yeah. over a year, so it's, you've done a holiday a season with her, yeah. right? You've been a ho- you've had a holiday season. Wait, yeah. how long has it been? It's been a pandemic, a full pandemic, two most, years, most of a pandemic. Is, are we saying two years? Twenty twenty one, yeah, twenty twenty one, beginning. Okay, okay, okay. So, so a year and a half. So you have gone through months. So yeah. you don't feel like the vibes is a little different, like oh, I just meant to meet her parents. We took pictures. We drank eggnog together. Whatever the whites do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I've never drank an eggnog, but uh, man, you're a boring boyfriend. All right, uh, the single, but the single boys, uh, the city boys. At least you gave an answer. I mean, Chris, Sam. <laughs> All right, I so you, yes, sir. Are you, Chris? I hope you the type season. of person. <laughs> are you no, the I'm type of Chris? Oh, <laughs> are you the type of person when the end of the year comes about, you're like. Let me get cuffed up with just one person. You know I mean, let me not stop wasting my time with two, three, four, five. So there's a, a few different thought processes, right? Finally. Answer. So when you think about seasons changing. Come on. Right? Amen. When we're talking about the seasons that we're moving into, there's a lot of relationshipy holidays. Come on now. Huh. Right? Okay. So the commitment is a... Come in, man. You that's know right, what I mean? That's right. Like, Argument not, before February 14. I know it. what you're talking about. That's it. So, yes, sir. right. You thinking you going into Thanksgiving. Yup. You going into Come on. Christmas. Come on. New Year's. Come on. That's too bad to back. Right? And, like, and then overall holiday stuff. Come so, on. I think there may be a little bit of an expectation from the female persuasion Come on. of... How you treat somebody during these times. That's somebody who's thinking about this, Sam. Right? So yeah, I, I didn't grow up with money, so I never had any of these thoughts. Oh, stop. We it. didn't celebrate these We didn't holidays. have these things. I was never stop like, it. I should I should spend money on my girlfriend for that. No, 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 no. Never. Never. It's had not anything. about money though. And, you gotta, you and, gotta and think out. you gotta think deeper. This isn't shit that we wanna do. Right, we're not talking about what we want to do. We're talking about what society, societal pressures. That's right. That's right. That's right. 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 You just let these uh, societies tell you what to do. So, what my point is, Kelby, is (laughs) thank you. 
to be a single guy dating during these seasons can be tough. That's right. Because you're dealing with a different type of emotion overall for single people in general. Emotion? Because now they're starting to look at it. You feel more alone during the holidays when you're single. Speak on it. What do they call it? Cuffing season? Cuffing season. That's right. You've heard of it. You've heard of it. I read a book once. (laughs) Steve Harvey's book. So what I'm saying is, I think the thoughtful person that is looking for it and trying to be physically sound, like Sam was saying. Yes. Go ahead. What? It should be this, the next, you know, end of August, <laughs> September, this period right here. Mm-hmm. You should really lock one down. Thank you right. for a thoughtful answer. That's not a thoughtful answer, though. It is because you it's gave like, me no thought. No, because <laughs> like, you're, I got to lock someone down because the date's changed. Oh, it's like, that's so stupid. You're not understanding seasons. Okay? <laughs> I understand. I'm going to tell you something because I went to college and Sunil is going to understand this experience. Go ahead. I didn't finish college yet. I'm one semester away. So I won't get this. You went online school. It doesn't count. You, no. Well, (laughs) all right. I'm just kidding. You were in the dorms, no? Hell yeah. Okay, I was in the dorms. (laughs) When they start going back home for Thanksgiving, Mm. you know who they see back home? The back home lover. Mm. That Thanksgiving break is a short one. It's a short one. So everything seems magical. Within that five-day period, they see homeboy, they feel like, oh, my gosh, like, it's been such a a good minute. I've been in school all year long. I haven't seen him. And then they start cuffing him up real quick. Might even smash once or twice. Boom, she comes back to school for the next month. What is she doing? Taking. Thinking about him. Oh. Thinking about him. Then she goes home for the winter. Mm. She goes home for the winter break. Mm-hmm. And it's a longer break. It's longer. And now, because they had a magical moment and they had time to miss each other, now they have time to really fall in love. Trust me, Danny. Okay. <laughs> then they go and they spend all of December, Christmas, New Year's. New Year's is a funky holiday because your mind says new year new me new things happening new relationships new this new that and they spend it with this one person that they think is magical and special and all this stuff and then it all ends because they have to go back to school Mm. and this this is hard and then they think about it oh can this work distance come on now is hard February 14 comes around. Mm. The championship. Uh Homie does what they all do. He puts out an effort. He makes an effort. He buys the bear. He flies out to the school. He does whatever. He pays for the hotel. He probably works at Chick-fil-A and he can't afford it. But he does it. He figures it out. Double shifts. But guess what (laughs) happens? After February, they all break up. Yes or no? Yeah. They all break up because they're like, yo, it's getting hot again. They start working out again. The boys at the school is looking all right. And she's like, do I really want to be with some dude from back home? Or that or is dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's the dangerous part. Mm-hmm. Or, and we, us who stayed in the dorms, that's 
How is the or? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Or. Okay. He's like, <laughs> Hi, I'm Sydney Alor. <laughs> and I'm, I'm about to be grimy. <laughs> That's what happens my doors Sam, are when seasons, when people operate by seasons, when things are cold, mm. you want to stay with one person. If you're a true city boy in city boy fashion, the summer is the best. And look, I think. From um, females want to be coupled up during the holidays as well because Fact. who do you see during the holidays? Family. And what's family always ask? You don't just see your family; you see your extended family, Come right? On. And on. what's the best question that aunts and uncles and cousins and all that kind of stuff want to ask? Daniel is thinking right now. Yes. <laughs> They are asking like Who you seeing Who you yeah, talking dating to dating anybody da, 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 da. All that kind of stuff And everybody gets embarrassed And what's the worst thing to say No Or I'm gay You can still be dating somebody If you're gay Yes Yeah but like To break it to To like break it to the family Right then and there They're like Oh my gosh You know I think just being single Because then it's like Embarrassing Oh you should know Everybody has their two cents About how you could find somebody Or They're like Oh you know I know somebody Who's perfect for you Let me introduce you And all this kind of stuff Right So it's better to just Have somebody coupled up with yep. and all that kind of stuff so you could get through the holiday season not feeling lonely you yep. got somebody to cuddle with got somebody to plan for mm-hmm. got somebody to buy stuff for get stuff from mm-hmm. like and the dates around holiday season are pretty fun they're Let me pretty fun it. but if it's consistent with one person right because not too many people are actually trying to go out in the cold to meet new people Right. Like on a on a rotation. And you don't want to be doing that stuff without the comfortability of being able to like Facts. hold hands, yep. cuddle, yep. little PDA. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Like yep. if yep. it's still that awkward, I'm just getting to know you vibe, yep. like you kinda It's weird. Yeah. And you know what happens too when it's cold outside? Netflix. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you Explain. think I'm crazy. People want to stay home and cuddle up, put their sweatsuits on. And and watch movies at home. You can't do that immediately with somebody you just started dating. Right. Right? You're not comfortable enough yet. We got to go on two, three, four dates. Stranger danger. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, Sam, you guys, you, this is what we were trying to say. We when trying to help season, people I, I start planning. I don't get it. This, this all sounds real sad to me, and I don't understand it at all. I've never had this problem well, ever. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you know what? Ugh. The Grinch. Doesn't understand it. <laughs> not really. I just don't need to like. If my family says, "Are you dating anyone?" I'm like, "None of your fucking business." Stay the fuck out of my business. Say, yeah. If I said that in my house, they shoot know. me. Right. <laughs> that's that no, same. That's no, that same. Shoot me. Johnny, mom, I'm gonna call the, <laughs> the the what was the office? I'm gonna call the police on you. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't um, know, Sam. No, I, no, I would not. That's not I'm not four years old. I'm an adult man. <laughs> I'm not gonna call child services on my parents. <laughs> no, a, that's that's the same type man. of vibe that I just got. Uh oh. You got to because why? Could get it. Stay, that's not your fucking business. <laughs> I've never said that to any one of my I don't family know. members. I, I would never call the police or child services to my parents because uh, there's something else. What, Sam, what? you're sensitive today. What's going on, bro? Mm-hmm. How you, how you feeling? Everything good? Nah. Sunil's is trying to start shit. <laughs> no, right. I, so, never, I never had these problems. Sorry, I, I grew, so you I grew just got them. You got them year year long, year round. Yeah, it's kind of when you don't have to try as hard and you don't ever try to get a relationship, it's gets boring. Damn. 
What you out here doing? Nothing. I'm literally. I'm not doing anything. That's the, that's the crazy part. Chris can vouch for me on this because I. He just he just fine. Sam, started, you just so fine, huh? No, no, that's the thing. I'm not that fine. I'm like a six point five. <laughs> okay, but you always had it. You always got yeah. It like I never that. I never had to try for it. I never had a seasonal like Christmas. Like no, nah, I, I don't like Christmas for one. Oh, that's why. I'm not a Christmas I love person. Christmas. No, I'm not, Christmas is a great I don't time. like the holiday. I like the season because it's cold. I'm same with Chris on that, but I've never been like, you know, I had a girl like, oh, I'm going to get you a Christmas present. I hated doing that. I said, bye bye. See you, see you next season when there's no presents. So you don't get your girl a Christmas gift? Maybe, maybe not. Depends. It's not a, it's not a date thing. It's like. Uh, normally Christmas is on a specific date. No, no. As I'm saying, like buying presents isn't a date specific for me. Oh, I'll wait till like, you know, March. What about March what if it, it was her birthday? Yeah. You would. Yeah, I mean, maybe. How about Arbor Day? Arbor Day, that's a good one. Flag Day. That's April. Flag Day, get her, get her a jet, you know. Flag Day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, here's something that maybe Sam could, can relate more to, okay? So okay. Sam is shoddies. so out of the game yeah. that we got to talk about society. Okay. Change it. Mm, All, right. All right, so here's something that I've been hearing. A lot of ladies talking about, and it, it caught me by surprise, but what's really more surprising is the amount of times I'm hearing it, seeing it in different places. I'm hearing that manly men are back in. We're talking about no more Michael Sarahs, no more Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet. None of these like small pinky sized men. If you get if you're under 215 pounds, it's a wrap for you. You gotta start eating. I hear this is what I've been saying. I hear my even the barber told me as a female barber. She was like, yo, listen, I'm ready to put the clippers up if he could retire me. If I could cook all day, I'll clean the house, I'll raise the kids, I'll do everything that a woman in the 1960s would do. As long as he comes home to me, he makes the money and he helps raise the kids. I'm hearing that more and more often. Now, I want to direct this one first to you. Mm. I'm wondering if it's an age thing and not a time in the world thing. I'm 31. You're 38. 38. When you were 30 to 33. Did you start hearing that? Did I start hearing that girls were looking for providers? Providers. And because, you know, we were in the age of like boss chicks don't need right. no man. Mm-hmm. Men are garbage. But now like manly men kind of sort of tell me what to do. Men looking for submissive women is back. So I'm confused because initially you started this off with size and then you turned it size? into size. Yeah. You were like, you said the skinny people. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about, I'm talking about like small. I'm, I'm, I'm saying you're like, like anybody under two fifteen. Like. Okay. 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 Let me restate it back for you then. I'm talking about like stereotypically man's man, a man's man. And I'm, I was using the size as an example of like okay. society's desire to like emasculate Men got you, but like now they're essentially the, the saying like I want a big guy, right. I want a man who's like a man who lifts weights, who mm-hmm. you know tells me what to do, who makes the money, who you know that like a manly man who has so, a beard. You're asking, is this, is this you're you are you hearing this because you're growing older and you're dealing with maybe an older type of woman, Correct. or is this a like, societal change? I think this is uh, the. Tr- I think this is happening in a lot of aspects of the mm-hmm. world. Tell me. So there's been a uh, 
there's been this new wave of quote unquote woke mm-hmm. that's been out here in the streets that are really uh, have had the microphone for a long time now. And we're starting to see now some of the what that path leads to. And I think women are starting to deal with men that are trying to be woke because they feel like this is what women want. Mm -hmm. And I think that women are starting to realize that, hey, it sounds great when, you know, to have a guy that supports my career and all this kind of stuff and is willing to do, uh, you know, is fine with being a stay at home dad. Mm -hmm. And. I'll be the breadwinner and all of this kind of stuff. It sounds good. And I think it sounded really good in on paper. It looks good. Mm-hmm. And I think in, in when, when you think of it as a thought process, you're like, that would be really awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you in it mm-hmm. and you got to make all the decisions because a man that's conditioned to be okay with not feeling like he's providing mm-hmm. to that is the same type of man that will acquiesce everything to you mm-hmm. because the same mentality that makes a man, feel insecure with their woman paying all of the bills that same ego is what's going to drive them to go out there and want to be a provider want to want to help their woman, all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. that ego that toxic masculinity that women were trying to get rid of when they started meeting men that didn't have that ego or what they claim toxic masculinity they started to realize i think they're starting to realize that yeah it's really hard to it's really hard to, you know, have this lifestyle with with that because there's a certain point where you just want that man to, like, take over and make you feel safe and do all that kind of stuff. But that's part of that t- toxic masculinity. So I think that you'll probably start seeing more and more people want this just because I think there's more and more or there's more and more of the other out there as well now. Hmm. When we were growing up, there wasn't that. You had to be like, if you were not toxic masculine, if you weren't that masculine man's man, all that kind of stuff, you got bullied and picked on. So everybody was striving to be that. Now they're making it okay to not be that way. Mm. So there's more and more uh, people, uh, options of people that are cool with their woman providing everything, Mm. are cool with not not being a provider, are cool with like staying at home and doing the, you know, the submissive things that women are usually do. So yeah, I think it's probably a change more than just, you're starting to see because of your age. Sam. All right. <laughs> he, was waiting, he was waiting patiently. <laughs> he said, all right. All right. <laughs> I've been waiting all day to talk to Sam about this. All Give right. it to me. This is my personal experience, so I won't speak on anything else. I have never had a conservative girlfriend. Okay. All my girlfriends have been liberal, left-leaning, kind of wokeish. Can I ask you one question about that? Yeah. When you say liberal, do you also mean the way that they act? Generally, yeah. Like uh, sex positive. Like doesn't like they won't like free like like you yeah, know what more, I mean like more, kind of more like wild. Yeah. On the Not, I've never dated like a, a Christian conservative. Okay. You know, go to church on Sunday. I don't, I don't think so. I, I have to remember, but no, I remember mainly I've dated mostly those girls. Okay. And they disagree with me on basically everything, mm-hmm. but all the good sides of me that they liked the, 
security, taking care of money, all, all these things that, you know, that they liked about me. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, they put on their blinders, they ignored the red flags and they're like, you know what? I, 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 I like this. And I'm like, why don't you date a guy who fits with you, <coughs> who sees eye to eye with you? Like, oh, well, mm. I am, I say all these things, but in reality, I really want this. This is my core. I want a man to provide. I want a man to take care of me, security, make me feel safe, fuck my brains out. You know, like, like I don't want, I don't want a man to respect me in the bedroom. I want him to, to do things. She, she wants a man to take control in all aspects. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> don't bring me on that one. <laughs> this is Sam. Yeah, Sam Rand. This is all me. This is all Sam. This is no one else. This is a great time. This is no one else. I don't need you bringing me into this conversation, Kelby. I know what you tried to do. Nah. This is him. He's doing a great job. Go ahead, Sam. You got it. I gave you a round of applause so far. You do it. Bring me back. Where were we? Good out here, boy. All right, go ahead. So the Fed, like what you what you asked. Is it back in fashion? I don't think it ever left, per se. And I don't think it's a generational thing. Because I see girls, you know, in my college class, and they're only going for these guys. But What kind of guys? You know, more manly, manly, not Michael Sarah, whatever whatever you're saying. Okay. And it also comes out of necessity. Like, when you have these, you know, movements of women like, oh, I want to be the breadwinner. I want to be the boss bitch, et cetera, et cetera. It's fucking hard work. It's hard work to be the breadwinner, especially, you know, and when harsh times come in. Mm-hmm. What what's the quote, Sunil? Shit. When hard times I <laughs> <laughs> I read the hard times happen. No. Good times create weak men, weak men create hard times, hard times create hard men. Mm. So mm, say that hold on now. All right, all right. That's a bar. <clears throat> Let me say it so. <laughs> no, I know I gotta enunciate. Right. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. Hard times create hard men. Go ahead. All right. I hear that. So. Preach. Girls girls are now reverting back to like, oh, I kind of don't really want to do the, the man's job. I can't do it as well. Not saying that women can't do it. I'm saying if they have the option to not do it. What was that Ali Wong routine? It's like, shut the fuck up. Stop telling them the secret. I want to stay home all day. Mm. Like, there's some comedian who's like, yeah, so I actually had to take care of the kids. I did the laundry. I cooked the foods. And it's not that hard. <laughs> and foods, I'm like, yeah, I had a good time. I walked around the park. And so, like, I'll, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll do all that stuff. I had fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And this is a, wh- a woman coming. This is a man coming okay. doing. It. Okay. So he's taking care of the kids now, and he's having the time of his life. Because I don't know, it's we're different. Men and women are different. Sorry, sorry, internet. I I know that's a controversial <laughs> thing to say, now. but men and women are different. So if women are, it's you're in a safe space, man. Say whatever you want to say. I know bro. I am. I'm just apologizing because I don't want the demonetize. This isn't the people on the internet podcast. They did just take Andrew Tate down. Oh they no, did. my favorite Andrew Uh-oh. Tate. I love that guy. I'm a oh, fan of Andrew Tate. He's, he's awesome. Okay, okay. <coughs> but so this is a general thing. Women are better with kids, right? And men are better at providing because we do more dangerous jobs. We do crazier shit. We make more money. We're not office managers. We're diesel techs. We're laborers. We do construction. Like, you don't see a lot of women digging ditches. I have a question. Do you you think because life has gotten harder Mm. due to COVID and all this kind of stuff that maybe women are starting to step up and be like, it would be really nice if I had somebody that could take care of me right now. So here, I have a theory. I'm going to say 
No, but I'm also going to say it's a part of it. Okay. So I, I believe that all of society lives on a pendulum. And in the past, men had the power of the world. Right. They had they held the power of the household. They held the power of the money. They held the power of the business. They held the power in the in the government. They had the power of the world and then they abused it. They abused everything that they were given. So the the hormone of society went out of whack because it went all the way to the left. Then women respond to that by saying, I don't need you if you're going to be. A negative part of my life, abusive, evil, greedy, corrupt. I I don't need you. So I'm going to provide for myself. But that's not that's not the, the natural like feeling on average. Right. It's it's a re- I think it was a response to the balance going out of balance. So now we have this shift where men are so either apologetic or so um um demasculinized right because because they're because they think oh because i i i went all the way to the left i need to go all the way to the right <coughs> so then now the 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 balance is completely out of whack so in order for us to get back to where we need to be we would have to be back in the center not where men have all the power and not where women don't have any power. It needs to be somewhere in the middle where our we both have powers that are unique to us both. Is and that, that possible? It, it it is, and and it's just that pendulum. So I think COVID. Why I say it plays a part is because I think COVID came in and made life real tough for a lot of people. Single mothers had to had to work from home and raise their kids all at the same time, and they're like. Damn, if I could just have another person, right, who, who could who could hold this responsibility and then I hold that responsibility and then we do this together, mm-hmm. uh, this would be great. But COVID probably sped up the pendulum going all the way from the left to all the way to the right, you know. And then with all of the things that came about in the last four years with the movement and the uh, um, with COVID and all the racial things and da 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 da. All of these all come culminated in in the the balance going like super out of whack. So now I think we're just kind of getting back to the middle slowly. It's going to take another like 10 years before we get there. But that's why I'm starting to hear it. I'm mm-hmm. starting to hear that like, you know, the the same woman who four years ago said, I don't need no man. Men are trash. Um, you know, I got this on my own. Da, 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 da. You know, they've I've heard so many Crazy things. There's a song where she, where this girl was saying, I don't need no man. I wish they would all die. Like all of that is kind of thrown away. And not only do they want somebody there, I think women are also kind of like embracing what uh, divine femininity is. You know, I used to say all the time after I went on a date with a woman who gave me the same energy I put out, like I just went on a gay date. <laughs> I just went on a date with another man. You know what I mean? Because it was like, you might as well have a beard because you're a dude. Right. So that actually had me saying like, oh, I kind of want like a girly girl. Right. Like I want a girl that likes pink. 
I like a girl who's like interested in being a mom one day. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it, it made me realize that all of this stuff is like changing. So I think it's just really just slowly going back to what it was before where it was like, look, if y'all promise not to abuse your power, you can have some of it back. What do you think the abuse was? Um, so much financial abuse, man who made the money, made all the decisions about the money, physical abuse. I mean, men are bigger, stronger, you know, nobody talks about that in the fifties and the sixties, but men were beating, beating the women right. and they were staying. They didn't have any opportunity to go anywhere else. You know what I mean? So think- they had to stay. So now it's like, we have to say, yo, look, the money is not my money. It's our money. Right. It's not my household. It's our household, you know? And I think that's where the abuse came in, where the men was like, I work, this is mine. I'm just giving it to you. You can hold it. Right. You could buy things for the kid. But if I decided to, maybe not. The partnership needs to be elevated. Exactly. Both people have to, to take in control of their power. Right. Understand it's a team. Like, that's that's how my parents' marriage is. Because mm-hmm. even though my mom never worked in this country, as far as, like, a, mo- a job that brought in money, mm-hmm. um, my dad looked at her as a, just as important to the overall success of the household because she made his life easier, whether it be cooking, cleaning, make sure the house and all that kind of stuff's in good order, or then when me and my sister were around taking care of us, doing all those type of things. So, like, he realized or what the lifestyle that he wanted to create that my mom's mom's job was just as important, just as important as him that was actually going out there and, you know, making the income. So Mm -hmm. he, there was no separation of whose money this is. This is just our money. Mm -hmm. I'm maybe the person that is getting the paycheck, but all of this couldn't happen unless both of us are, you know, doing what we need to do. As team, they, they're co-CEOs. Yep. You know what I mean? So I think that's what's happening. And at the same time too, I don't think, I don't think most, if not at at the very least, a lot of women want to be in a relationship with another woman who's like, if they're straight, right. They want to be in a relationship where the man is the man, like act like one. You know what I mean? Like act, act like you could fix my, Tire when it's flat, mm-hmm. you know, um, get out of the car and go pump the gas for me. Right. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Cater to your woman. Right. Versus like, you know, I think about Timothy Chalamet. He probably sitting in a car too. Like which one of us is going to go? You know what I mean? Like I believe in that. I believe in like, yeah, that's like how I've been raised. And it's in, in, in like in, in my brain as well as like, you know, you, your your job is to try to make your girl's life as easy as possible. Their job is trying to make your life as easy as possible. That's we, it. We both have different ways of being able to do that, right? So, mm-hmm. to me, that's like, uh, yeah. I, and but you know that's chivalry. But then you know there was an extreme that looked at that and be like, why do you feel like you need to take care of a woman? Why can't exactly. you know like? But that's so, because the pendulum went all the way to the other right. Side. Or just. The microphone was handed to them. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I think that, I think that, like I said, I think those extremes are still out there. I think both sides still have a very big microphone. The toxic men, because there is toxic masculinity out sure, there. Sure. And the toxic female, fem- femininity, I, mm-hmm. I guess we should say as well. Mm-hmm. 
the, they still have the microphones. I don't think the in the middle people have the microphone. Mm-hmm. They're not the ones that are getting. They're starting to. Well, what I think is happening, Kelby, is when people are living these lifestyles that are supposedly like the toxic masculine lifestyle to me isn't enjoyable. No, it's not the toxic feministic lifestyle. I'm think I'm thinking women are starting to realize that that's not an enjoyable life. It's not, it's and so they're realizing that, okay, well it is kind of nice to have that. And maybe all that stuff that they threw in as toxic masculine is like, no, nah, some of that stuff is good. Like mm-hmm. I, I want that when I'm creating my build a man, you know, like mm-hmm. I want some of that in my masculinity. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, do you pump the gas for your girl? Of course. Every single time? Yeah. Chris? Yeah. Do you? you? Yeah. (laughs) Remember how you asked me the first time I said yeah? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) I do it for any female. Feminine person. If if my uh, friend that's a girl is driving the car, I'm pumping her gas. If my sister's driving the car, I'm pumping her gas. It's not not offensive, but it's man's work. Come on now. Sam got excited about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm opening doors. I'm like making sure the girl sits down first, you know, like, you know, all those type of things. Now, here's something I will say. Back in the day, <laughs> the man, the man came home with the check, right? Yeah. And pay for everything. Yep. I'm not going to say I have a problem with that. I don't think I would, depending on how much money I make. But because. You're plenty of money. They don't know that. <laughs> don't tell people that. I'm poor. Uh, but but um, I like ambitious women. Yeah. Like, it's a turn on for me. You don't have to be a, a boss babe or anything like that. But if you have some goals, like, yo, this is what I want to do. Da, 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 da. Even if it includes being a mom. But, like, if there's a plan in there, you know, like. Right. like so I like ambitious women. And on average, a lot of men sometimes starting to feel like an ATM for the family when they come home. Mm-hmm. Maybe that has to do with the partnership being off because he comes in with the check. Maybe she spends the whole thing and he has no say in it. But if they did it together, you know, it would change. But do you feel like you might get that kind of feeling? And that goes for everybody. Like, I would feel a little difficult if I was coming home with the check and I and I just didn't feel comfortable being the only earner because I like an ambitious person? No, nah, so I don't think that one, you don't need to necessarily have a, a wife that's stay at home, right? But that's not what we're saying necessarily. Right. We were talking about more what type of man the right. woman's looking for, right? right? This is an evolution of <laughs> Right. So uh, as far as um, having women that want to still have a career, I'm cool with that as well. Mm-hmm. And as far as feeling like an ATM, you only feel, at least for me, I only feel like an ATM when I feel like the woman f- f- isn't bringing anything to mm-hmm. the table. Mm-hmm. So I planned this date. I drove. I'm, I'm, um, I'm gonna pay for everything, but you can't even carry the conversation right now. Okay, this. Okay, you know what I mean. Like it's like yo, at least be an entertaining date. You know what yeah. I mean? Or like, at least like now you're going to bring attitude into the situation. That's when it starts like, so what, what are you doing? Like, what am I paying for? Like, you know what I mean? So I think mm. that's when I've always felt like those times when I felt like this, I was just an ATM mm-hmm. was when I'm like, like, what am I benefiting out of this? Like, what are you bringing to the table other than like, 
I think that sometimes there's a certain woman out there, not all women, I'm saying there's a certain woman out there that believes just them getting ready hmm. makes them, it makes it like, well, I came, I got ready. My presence is here. Yeah, I, you can look at me. Sam, do you, have you ever felt like an ATM? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I, I, the, the thing you're saying about, you know, their presence, like they say, oh, well, I shouldn't have to spend money because I'm spending all this money on hair and makeup and clothes. I'm like, but I never asked you to do that. Like, I think you look hot and sweatpants and a tank top and your hair in a bun. Like, that's good for me. I like that. You're spending hundreds of dollars on all this other stuff. I'd never asked you to do that. Mm. But they say, oh, what's well, for me? Like, well, that should have nothing to do with me then. And that's just for you. That's for you. You, you do what you want to do, but don't bring that in the conversation of like, oh, what you bring to the relationship. Mm. But then there's other women that don't that that are just amazing people to spend time with i'm cool with spending thousands of dollars and because it's just Mm -hmm. so enjoyable it's like why why mess things up with the money at this point it's Mm -hmm. just like if i got it okay cool we'll do it like i just enjoy this moment like this is i'm having a really really good time then you're not thinking about it then i don't feel like a atm Mm -hmm. but then i could spend less on a girl where i'm just like you haven't even asked me one question about me. Man, those be the worst. Yeah. Those be the worst. Spent $50 for nothing. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> Facts. That's, when I, that's when I feel like the ATM. So to go back to your original question is like, I don't think that you would. It, I feel like if your partner is adding value to you in a way that you um, enjoy and you feel like you like value what she's bringing to it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that money will ever become an issue. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, I wanted to say something about when you said they'd be spending money on the makeup and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember one time, a long time ago. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that, I, I, the, the cough means it was last week. <laughs> <laughs> I got allergies. Uh, <laughs> Seasonal change. Y'all are assholes. I went, uh, I went on a date. Um, and, and oh, so this know, was last week. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. And, and she gave me a kiss, right? And I remember being in the car, like, scratching my face. And I and then I got home and I realized I took her face home with me. <laughs> I looked like Michael Jackson when wow. I looked in the mirror. My whole face was like powder white. No like it was crazy. I never experienced nothing like that before. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's when I knew she was definitely wearing like six layers of a hundred dollars worth of makeup. <laughs> Facts. Glad I wasn't the one who had to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> never saw her again. Um, or maybe at all. Who knows what she looks like? Yeah, yeah, might, you might have seen her. <laughs> you matched with her on Bumble. You went out the next day. You look so familiar. You might not be able to recognize her outside of the club. Are you? Anyway. <laughs> Did I take your face home? You're married. Oh, mm. All right, this was a good conversation. Aside from the COVID stuff, uh, uh, Chris, you got anything you want to say? No. All right. Anybody else? There's so many topics I produced uh, for this. About one about no, no, we got we got a list. We have a list. Well, um, if if anything, if you guys like the show, do us a favor, like the video if you're watching through the video. If like you're it. like it, uh, if you are <laughs> listening to the podcast on whatever podcast your uh, site you're listening to, like it, and also leave us a review. If the review is really good, 
Um, it helps more people listen to the show. It helps us um, give you guys a better show and all that kind of stuff. But if you're also watching the video, leave a comment, subscribe to the channel, and uh, and listen to us every single week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. All right. Uh, tell a friend. Tell your friends. Or don't. There's like a thousand podcasts out there. Who cares? There's like a million podcasts on the air. Sam's our head of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever you want, audience. Who cares? <laughs> Fuck it. No, Except, nothing matters. No, love us. Follow us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess it up.